Hey, very good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Sean. This is Alex. And this is Sven. Hey, you're listening to another episode of Coaster Kings Radio, Season 5. And today, all three of us are together, which is cute, because we don't get、Yay. a lot of chance to that anymore. And we're going to be talking about Sven's magical journey to Walt Disney World for his honeymoon, which I believe is 14 days that he spent there. Just more time than I probably spent there this year. <laughs> <laughs> and he did all the things. So,、um, and since it was his first time, we're going to just kind of talk about all the cool things he did. And I'm curious about his opinion on some of our,、um, some of our usuals. Yes. So,、um, my journey started off in、uh, Brussels, where I was joined by none other than Sean. That's right. I was the flight attendant on his flight to the US, which is cute. It was a cute look、yes. for us. That was really nice,、uh, all the way to New York. And then from New York, we flew over to Orlando. And、um, also, there, the, well, we arrived quite late, I think around nine. In the evening, so it was pretty much time to go to bed. And then in the morning, we got our private tour of the Walt Disney World Resort and the Orlando theme park area, let's say, from none other than Alex. Yes, the driving tour. You guys saw the Epic Universe, right? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. We went by、uh, Epic Universe. We saw、uh, the construction on the major roller coasters, and the hotel was coming along nicely as well. I just saw some of the pictures, and it's like, yeah, it's just some turrets that you can figure out. And you,、uh, we saw the sky fly, but it, we were still getting used to the heat. Yeah, <laughs> of yeah Florida. You guys were there in August, late August. Yeah, it's hot. Yes, late it's August. It's finally cooling、so、down just a little bit, but it's still hot. Today we're like, why is it so hot? <laughs> yeah, but it will be exciting to come back for Epic Universe. So that's already a spoiler. We're, we're excited to come back to Florida, so that's one thing. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. But then,、uh, yeah, and then we、um, drove around Walt Disney World. We saw the backstage of the monorail. We saw the,、um, the gas station of the, <laughs> the speedway at Magic the Gas、speedway. Station. <laughs> yeah, I love that gas station. <laughs> yeah, it was quite nice. <laughs> we love her.、Yeah. <laughs> And then the Florida weather started coming with a,、uh, a nice little storm. Well, it wasn't long, of course, but just when we arrived at our first hotel, because、uh, we were trying out four of the different、um, Disney hotels, and the first one was All Star Movies.、Um, oh, yeah, that's right. We got monsooned. Yes. A sudden little. <laughs> But、uh, yeah, I was a bit surprised about the check in process of the hotels because it's like, okay, you basically either they give you a tablet in your hands and you need to check in yourself, or it's like you, you need to do it on the app. So I, I figured it would still be like the old fashioned way, you know, that you go up to the desk and that they、uh, register everything for you. But it was like more a walk in experience. And, and so. That was、uh, new to me. Interesting. It is interesting. I mean, it kind of makes sense、either. with the sheer amount of people <laughs> that blow through those hotels. Yeah. And like everything、yeah. being so integrated, you know, with your My Disney experience, I can kind of see that. Because the Universal is still traditional, where you walk up to the desk. Yes. Which the、yes. lines can get crazy for that at Universal. So perhaps it is better、mm. to just get an iPad put in your hand and just do it yourself. 
I mean, it had its advantages, probably, that we didn't have to wait for, like, uh, the check-in process and all that. But it was just... I mean, they were very nice people still. and, and But I... Because they asked some questions and basically they did it on the tablet, you know. But just for my name, sometimes I had to... It was easy to spell it out. Cause, Sven Poppelier, Havel Baker, yeah. yeah, I get it. <laughs> Where? <Yeah. laughs> Where? What? <laughs> But then as soon as we said it was our honeymoon, they took us to the desk and they gave us uh, the buttons and also the first visit because it was the first time. Oh, yeah, true. All the buttons. Florida. So, uh, yeah. And then it was uh, exciting to find out what area that we would be. But we got a, a regular room. So it was in the Mighty Ducks area. Not really connected to that um, IP. However, <laughs> I found the location... <laughs> Quite nice because it was very close to All Star Music, so it gave us the choice of taking the bus either at music or movies. It is even nice, though we yeah. only took the bus back from uh, Disney Springs, but you know, uh, but it was a very convenient location because I I walked around in the morning to see the other sides and the one hundred and. Uh, one Dalmatians would probably be our favorite, and we posed for some of the Instagrammable thingies, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like the little te- statues. A, yeah, around. yeah. There's like a television with the little dogs watching, and then the giant Pongo uh, looking at us. Um, and I found the Fantasia theming quite creepy. <laughs> Interesting. <Yeah. laughs> Fantasia's the, a trip. Have you seen Fantasia? Well, I think I've seen clips of it from Fantasmic. I've <laughs> okay. seen the Fantasia scene in the in the voyages of the Crystal Grotto in Shanghai, and then the beautiful entrance sculpture fountain in um, Walt Disney Studios Paris. But that's about yeah. my association mm. with that <laughs> franchise. Yeah, Fantasia is something else. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the the gardens in uh, Disneyland Paris. Uh, yeah, the Fantasia gardens. <laughs> yes. Also those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Um, but yeah, and then the Toy Story area, we also saw, I, 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 um, I went for a walk there and I found it a bit in, a, in the corner. So it's like really the far end of the all-star resort. So, so it's a bit secluded, so it might be a bit more quiet. But, you know, I mean, we were just there for one night. So it was more about the convenience of being close yeah, to the Yeah, you saw more than I realized for a one night stay, yeah. Well, Sven is very yeah. thorough. Of course, he's gonna like yeah. see everything imaginable. Yes. <laughs> Except, well, there's, there's, I, I forgot. There's one area left. No, the the Love Buck area. I didn't go there because oh, Herbie the again, Love Bug. Yeah, I'm really Don't know not who connected. That is either. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I know the Love Bug, and I've seen some of the movies, but I didn't really connect to that. And it was behind the Fantasia era, so it was like, in the end, even though I'm not connected to Mighty Ducks. Location-wise, I really thought it was a good spot, you know. Some of the properties are kind of irrelevant. Some of them are super relevant, like Toy Story and 101 mm-hmm. Dalmatians, and then some of them are... Yeah, I wonder if maybe they were all a little more equally popular. Yeah, in, the, in 1995, kind of they were all wasn't, wasn't yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, uh, the room was quite nice. I mean, uh, as... Uh, you proposed Sean to take that one because it was uh, definitely renovated. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
And we didn't use the pools, but I mean, they look nice, you know. But I think it, it, there was quite some people there, uh, which is obvious as it's the the cheapest resort on property, yeah. except for the for the caravans and the tents, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> Even those probably cost more. <laughs> Disney's caravan yeah. resort. That's no, funny. <laughs> a Disney vacation club. Yeah, but Disney's, um, yeah, a Disney vacation slum. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, our first stop was Disney Springs with, uh, again, guided by Alex. Disney and, Springs is uh, so cute. I love Disney Springs. It, it, it was hard to imagine beforehand what it would look like. And I kind in the, in the end, it, it, did, it did match with what I had in mind. It it kind of felt like its own little resort area, but then yeah. shops and I, it it was just hard to map it out where everything was in the beginning because there's not like a, a logical sense of okay those type of stores are on one hand and those are oh on yeah the other it's side, just a, so. it's a giant I think that's the nice thing about it things. it's just like a mm-hmm. giant almost like town where just everything yeah. just kind of mixed throughout I enjoyed that so much and the first shop we went in was the world of Disney and we were overwhelmed I remember <laughs> Sander the look on his face he was like struggling to process yeah especially yes. with the, the sensory overload yeah, the absolute tiny. Yeah, Ex- uh, chaos, excess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really where to begin, and then so many things. And I, uh, I am a big uh, uh, merch guy, let's say. So <laughs> us too. As, so, but um, you saw I, the spirit I, jersey closet. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw our luggage when we left. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I I told to myself, okay, we won't buy anything in the first five days before we saw all the parks and Disney Springs and everything, unless there's really something that, you know, okay, this is going to be gone if we don't buy it now. Uh, but that was a good strategy. Um, cause, very disciplined. Uh, yes, very disciplined. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I might have bought one thing or two things, but like the smaller stuff, you know, like I remember Sander bought a lanyard yeah, and uh, to put the, the buttons on. And um, he also gave into the lounge fly. So it's like, he was starting his little collection, but, um, but yeah, so, so we immediately got in the, into the Disney mood. So that was good. <laughs> and, um, we had uh, tickets for Drawn to Life, the Cirque du Soleil show, because it was included in our package. And uh, I, I beforehand, I couldn't find a lot about it online. Um, I heard some mixed things about the show. And... Well... <laughs> well, Sander has seen a, a, a real Cirque du Soleil show. So that being said... It's already saying something. And Which one? Yeah, it, it was not the... There was one in Belgium. I don't know the name uh, uh, of the one that had... Well, it was like the, the real thing, you know? Like the yeah. touring uh, Cirque du Soleil show. So he said it was nothing like it. Um, and I really liked the stunts. 
there were some nice things in there, but the story was just mm, confusing. It, it was it was trying to be too smart for what it was, and then um, although I could enjoy it if it was making sense, there was like one character which was a giant hand and heels. And it was like, I mean, I, I don't mind that character, but it just didn't make any sense, you know? And it's like, and there were some scenes where there was a Disney connection, like actual, like a kind of, um, it wasn't a projection, but it was like a, 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 an art piece of different characters that they then uh, played a little bit of the music around it. And so it was like introducing uh just some Disney in there, like okay, it's a it's it's a it's a Cirque du Soleil show in Disney, so we need to put some Disney stuff in there. That's how it felt like, and <laughs> from what I understood from the show, it was um, yeah, a person that was trying to draw, but she didn't. Um, yeah, she was blocked basically, and so she was drawn into the story, and you saw different phases of the process of making drawings, um, which is led by circus acts. So, yeah, it sounds like I would not enjoy the show. <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> maybe takes itself a little too seriously. Oh my God, trying to be yes. sophisticated for the sake of being sophisticated, and then this is the result? Mm. Yeah, so I think they need to go for a less is more approach. And um, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't connect with the show. So... Um, it was free, so that was good. Yeah. But it's, some, you, it's something you can say that you did. Yeah, at least you mm -hmm. saw it. It's not one of those things. It's not going to be around yeah. forever. No, no. It, it may not be there the next time you go, and he'll be like, "Well, I did this. There's a reason why it's not here anymore, but I did it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, we've done that, and then uh, after a second walk, we took the. Uh, I need to. Sasagula River Cruise. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Very good. To uh, the Port Orleans uh, hotels. So that was a first for you, Alex. That was a nice boat ride. It was long, and I really enjoyed it. it yeah, was it longer was, than I expected. Same. It was longer than I expected as well. And we passed by. Um, what's the first resort that that's right next? Saratoga to Saratoga Springs. Yes, Saratoga Springs. And then first stop was French Quarter. And yeah, you immediately had the, the vibes and the idea that you have of New Orleans when you see the, the hotel structures. And we got off there. Um, I found the lobby a little bit underwhelming. Yeah. And um, then the idea was to walk to Riverside. So I asked a cast member, like, okay, how do you walk there? I was like, oh, oh, you don't need to walk. I'll take you. And then he had his <laughs> golf cart with us, driving us around to the Riverside Resort. I was like, That's okay, awesome. new transport, check. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, and, and he was very kind and, and talking about his... Uh, he, he was only recently... He only recently started working there. Yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah. Definitely a good score yeah, for him. That was a nice surprise and very an enjoyable experience in and of itself to take the golf cart to the other side of the resort. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was real fun. 
Yeah, and then there, the the Riverside uh, lobby was a lot more from what I expect from a, a Disney hotel. Uh, there was a big shop in there as well where I bought my aerial fan. And <laughs> that was <laughs> a really quite nice pin shop. Well. It was massive. Yeah, very good. Uh, and I really like the atmosphere outside also of the Riverside Hotel. Uh, we walked around to the pool and, and I mean, some of the buildings there are massive. Like w- when we took the boat back, you, when we passed by, it was like, okay, is this... It, it ma- slightly made me think of uh, the White House, that one building. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get desensitized to the size of Walt Disney World, but then, like, you go into one resort and look at one of the, like, room block buildings at Riverside, mm-hmm. and it's like, God, well, there's, like, 12 of these here, and this is just one half of one hotel-resort combo, and it's just one resort in one neighborhood of Disney World, and this neighborhood doesn't even have a theme park in it. And Yeah. <laughs> but that was something... That was something I was really looking forward to, is just, like, discovering the resort. Not yeah. just the parks, but also the hotels and the spaces. Uh, everything around it. Um, the, my only regret when visiting that is that we didn't go for beignets. <laughs> yeah, those are, like, the boozy beignets are, like, the thing to I get mean, there. I mean, I really, yeah, f- I, I looked around <clears throat> for the restaurants, but they they didn't really stand out to us. And so that's why I kind of forgot about it. So, I mean, but, well, I'll need to go back then. Yeah. <laughs> and originally, we were going to stay there until we changed to the other hotel. But um, it was good to see. And, and I understand why you advised uh, a different hotel compared to this one. Purely already for the location. Uh, yeah, I, I think Colorado Springs is highly underrated. But we'll get to that in, in a minute, I'm sure. Exactly. Because, yeah, then we... Called it a night, we and we changed in the morning. Uh, we took an Uber from uh, All Stars to Coronado Springs because I wanted to check in in person again. Because you know, you never know if you get a free upgrade or something. But um, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. No but... magic for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're you're a regular guest tonight. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I was re- I was. Being very kind and uh, <laughs> saying, yeah, it's our honeymoon, yay. But, uh, I'm from Belgium. <laughs> yeah, we're from Belgium for years. Never been here in my yay. life. Said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, it wasn't like that we really expected it, but it would have been nice. Although, we could choose a little bit of the location of our room. And um, so we chose the Casitas. And that was a very good location because the yeah, Casitas sure. 3, uh, the good thing about that was it was very close to the bus stop because that was important. Mm-hmm. Again, for me, it's all about the convenience of going around everywhere quickly. And so um, it was close to the bus stop, but uh, it's the first bus stop if you uh, take the bus towards the parks. And it's also the first one to drop you off if you come back from the parks. And especially that part was really, really fun. Because oh, cool. that way you're like immediately out up in your hotel. And our hotel was also close to one of the quiet pools. So basically every night after we went to the parks, we went to the pool. Just to cool oh, nice. down and Very to relax nice. a little bit from all the walking. And, and 
So uh, and it was open longer than the main one because uh, there's no lifeguard there. Um, and um, on our first night, we also saw the fireworks from Epcot from there. So nice. it it really brought some magical moments on property, let's say. Uh, but room very nice. Uh, the only downside about the uh, room was that we could hear the bathrooms from the floors above us and next to us and so if someone was peeing you know it was like it was in the room that's <laughs> <laughs> actually awful <I> guess. <laughs> yes that that's, that's a good bit to the downside know. not very yeah. magical not don't no. recommend <laughs> but you know it's short moments so that's good and another slight annoying thing is that yeah it had a connecting door and i'm i'm really not a fan of those but i think most of the rooms in coronado springs have those and so what happens is the the room next to us even if there's no one in there the tv is playing and so you oh, can slightly yeah. hear the tv but you know I mean, we were dead ass tired from every day. So it was dead, like, ass okay. tired. dead ass tired. That's so yeah. funny hearing you say dead ass. <laughs> I mean, I spent a month in the U.S. You know, so makes you dead ass tired. You're you're practically an American now. <laughs> oh. And uh, what we also found is that even though we were the first bus stop, we found it much more convenient to go to the main bus stop at the tower. Because even though they, it didn't say so, we felt that there were more buses driving there and like immediately picking us up empty uh, towards the parks. So it's strange because if they start really at our first bus stop, then there should have been people on there. But, you know. Right. So that's a tip. Like, and it was only a seven-minute walk. Sander passed by to fill up his refillable mug with chocolate milk or with uh, a soda. So we were all good to go towards the park. And um, yeah. So, but as you said, the the Coronado Springs is really beautiful resort. Um, the lake in the center, the tower is a very big added value as well, especially with the, the bars on top of the tower. Yeah, Dahlia Lounge is one of my favorite spots at Disney World, especially if you sit outside. I know, I know it was too hot or yes. not for you guys, but... No, we sat outside. Like, loving the view of Galaxy's Edge and stuff, like, it's, it's a oh, nice yeah. spot to hang out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and even during the day when I, I just went up there to take some pictures and... Um, yeah, and plus, if it were open, which... Uh, at by the end of the year it will be uh blizzard beach is also very close to the resort yeah so. very close yeah and it had it, it was one of the few hotels that had a direct connection to Tafoon lagoon uh which is only a few that have that otherwise you need to transfer in disney springs, springs yeah yeah so uh but yeah and that brings us to the first uh theme park <laughs> The best theme park. Yeah, we started with Animal Kingdom um, because, yeah, it was close to Coronado Springs. And we wanted to take one um, that uh, we knew it's, yeah, it closed at six, I think, uh, six or seven. Uh, so quite early compared to the other parks. Yeah, it was seven. I remember now. Um, so then that we could get used to the theme park flow and uh yeah well disney world as a general and so animal kingdom um 
when we arrived, uh, Sander had to shed a tear because it was <laughs> finally after all those months of planning that we were there and our first Walt Disney Resort. And after passing through the Oasis, it started magical because we saw the Tree of Life and they were just having the winged encounters. Oh, so cool. the parrot, the music, epic music was playing. The parrots were flying towards us and it's like, welcome, you know? Yeah, so. that's sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Was that around opening that you guys, you guys, you guys drove dropped it, right? Uh, not entirely because we, because no, okay. we, we checked in, in the hotel first, you know, oh, true. Yeah. so we had to leave our luggage there. So it wasn't entirely a park opening, but close to it. And that's uh, awesome. we realized once we were in the queue for our first ride, which was flight of passage, uh, and, um, it took us 90 minutes. <laughs> Which was a lot for the time of year, because especially um, at the end of the day, we did it in like walk on. So, but yeah, that was a bit of a, um, how do you call that? Uh, And I wouldn't say bad start, but you know. Not as magical as it could have been. (laughs) Yeah, that, that, the magic disappeared uh, quite a quite fast <laughs> but you know we, we had some time to get used to the pandora environment especially outside uh and it's strange if you don't know how long the queue is because oh yeah every corner is a new adventure yeah there's always yeah, more and queue it's ahead. Like, <laughs> is there more is there more so it's like yeah it was hard to estimate how long the queue would would be so um but it was all the way out of the entrance and then okay. there's still a little bit more turns in so, the land yeah, so they had you waiting in the land yeah we were waiting in okay, the land yeah, that's yeah. Long. yeah. so that because ex- they even had to uh, a side on the other side of the main uh road walkway, yeah. so yeah the main walkway so they let us um there were some cast members there uh doing traffic you know <laughs> i will say i love the outdoor queue for it though once you start climbing up the mountain Yes. And like yes. you have the waterfalls and the, the rocks waterfalls. and it's like, uh, it's like, yeah. it's probably my favorite part of the queue, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to, yeah. The floating mountains, if you see them on, on, on pictures and on Disney plus, for example, on the documentaries and all that, and you see them in real life, then it's like, oh, okay. They're not as. I imagined. Really? (laughs) Interesting. Okay. I didn't find them that overwhelming, if that's the the way to put it. It's like, I mean, they're big, but I I expected them to be even bigger, you know? So it was like... Okay, fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, And, uh, but, I mean, as a general, I really liked the Pandora area, but I wasn't so emotionally connected to it. Okay. compared to other people that said we'd never saw it at night so yeah it is that a different is something vibe at night. yeah so that's so, i still love it during the day too though i, I still mm-hmm. think it's probably my, i think it's still the best themed land in disney world and i say that because it's the mm-hmm. only land in the world really where like the land like the focal point the land is above you and it's so unique mm-hmm. that's something i absolutely love about pandora versus well anything like Galaxy's Edge or anything, just having that focal point being above mm-hmm. you, it just feels so different. You know, it feels almost like a 360 
vertical experience where there's something going on everywhere, not just around you, but also mm-hmm. above you. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean, but for me, it didn't connect in that way. Uh, I, I, I didn't even think about that and I've been there a few times, so it was like, okay. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that impactful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and the same applies for Flight of Passage, unfortunately. Um, especially my first ride, uh, we had to wait quite a bit before it started, and so it was vibrating and tickling my chest <laughs> all the time. So it's like, but Don't it was building up the tension. Yeah. The three yeah. pre-shows. The yeah, never-ending pre-shows. Uh, yeah, I, at, uh, by the fourth or fifth time that we rode the attraction during the whole stay, uh, it was like, okay. I would you just rode that ride, ride five times? <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. You yes. had it more than we do. Shit. I was yeah, doing the pandemic I rode a lot. Because but... Sander is a very big fan. So, of the ride? Uh, yeah, of the attraction. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was one of his favorite rides in uh, Walt Disney World. Why so. But for me, uh, I really like the, the technical part of it because after my second ride, I was look, more looking around, okay, how does this work <laughs> and how many yeah. rows are there? And mm-hmm. so the technique is very, very stunning. And then the, the, the movie uh, is nice as well. Uh, I, I, my favorite part was where the, the Banshee landed in the cave. Yeah, like everything lights nice, up by luminescence, yeah. Yeah, nice but also breather. a nice rest moment. A yeah. nice breather, exactly. I think so our favorite I, part is that it's clearly meant to like make people think the ride is over. So then just throw another like hmm. 33% of the ride at them afterwards. I love that because they take off again. And then like the yeah. most, in my opinion, the most exciting part of the ride is after that. The part where you go upside down. Yeah, we do a little like inversion thingy. <laughs> yeah, I love that part for sure. Yeah. But I hear people saying like, yeah, I really feel like I was on top of the banshee and flying around. That, 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 <laughs> so that like, was not the case You know, but that's my opinion. You know, it, it's, uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. On a skill For from me, one to 10, what would you give it as a rating? I mean, I'd still give it an eight, but I expected a 10, you know? So Yeah, okay, fair. So, Was it your and, favorite ride at Animal Kingdom? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still my favorite ride because, um, but we'll we'll get into that later when we talk about more of the attractions. Because um, our second ride was Cali um, uh, River Rapids. And actually, that one was better than I expected because everyone really? was saying around like, "Oh, it's so short." And it's very short. I mean, no, I mean, it, it's, it's, <laughs> yes, it's been, it yes, is short. you've been on rapid rides all over the place. You know, it's short. Yeah, but it's it's not as short as I expected it to be. Because everybody it, told you how short it was. It's practically exactly. like a shoot to shoot. You go up, turn, drop, <laughs> turn. Like <laughs> Yeah, but even up you have a little bit of time and even and, and the down also you have a little bit of time, so it's a little two little sick. bits of time. Were all the water effects on for you, like in the cave and stuff, where you're getting absolutely soaked? Um Well, it was Russian roulette because it okay. was mostly the drop that got us wet. Yeah. yeah. Um Especially when it rains, oh my god, the water is so high in that flume, it gets so wet, on the drop anyway. <laughs> yeah, for bad, it, but... <laughs> it depended on which side we were 
turning because yeah. if we were like with our back against the wall, let's say that's when the splashing water against the wall turned. Yeah, back exactly. And it's a lot us. too, so, like buckets. Yeah. But I, I like on the top level how you can have the combined view of like the burned trees com with together with Mount Everest. Yeah, for so sure. So it's a uh, it's it's a really it's a stunning, stunning ride. It's stunning, and I like the tiger the rocks. Oh my god, I was about to say the queue awesome. is like my one of my favorite queues in the world. But I will say that's just like Everest, both of those queues are just next level. They could took a naturalistic edge. They don't do a lot except for just making making you feel like you really did transport to like a different part of the mm -hmm. world. Yeah, I love that queue. And the aviary, yeah. you can see the birds in there and stuff. Mm, yes. So cool. Yeah. But uh Grizzly River Run is obviously the better of the, the yeah. two yeah, I would agree. that yeah. I have done. Uh, and I really like the theme there as well. So, but yeah. No, think of uh, all water rides in Disney or all like rapids ride. Grizzly is still the best. Like we had the to Shanghai one. I think Grizzly one. is easily like my still favorite the rapids ride yeah. in the world. It's good. Yeah, same for me. It's uh, it really has that extra thing. And then um, another main attraction was, of course, the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Uh, the first time we rode it was more in the afternoon. And um, the second time we wrote it in the morning and yeah, everyone said it beforehand, like you have to do it in the morning and they were right. All the animals are way more active. Yeah. 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 And like the first time we did, we didn't see the lions because uh, they were just, yeah, sleeping somewhere probably between the rocks or, uh, and um, the second time they were there. And another unique thing that we saw the second time, there was a giraffe sitting down. And oh, that's like rare. the cast member was like, okay, this is very rare to see. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, what vehicle were you? Were you Simba 1? Oh, yes. <laughs> we were. Yeah. It's our favorite thing. Because I kept in the beginning, I was like, wow, Simba 1? We got Simba 1 several times. We getting Simba 1 every time. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well, it was important to know for our... Uh, Ooh, other attraction explorer, that we did, explorer the thing. Wilderness Explorers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Up fan, and we were there for like 12 days. So it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's get this. Fair. Booklet. No, that's yeah. fair. I feel like I should do it sometime. Can you do yeah, it one day? The cast yeah, right. Members were so nice. Sorry. You can do that all in one day, right? You could, but we spread it over several days because you need some of the stickers in the. Um, where you need to take the, the Wildlife uh, Express train. Oh, yeah, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yeah, and then Rafiki's Planet Watch. So, but, yeah. That was a thing we did on the third day, I think, that we went to that park, and it was like, okay. Was it very disappointing? No, I knew uh, what I was getting into, so it was like... But it was basically as bad as I expected, so... <laughs> yeah, it's like a ticketing transportation center, except there's goats walking around. Like, it's awful. Mm. Because even the train, it just, you don't see anything. Yeah. Like, on, on the first part, you see the ostriches. We saw some ostriches. Oh, really? Um, and then some commercials for National Geographic. I mean, that's beautiful. But, <laughs> you know. Can you believe that was an opening day attraction? And that was like, mm. I think if we did the train, yeah. and that whole thing is like a priority because it wastes people's time. The sad thing is the train could be so much more. It could bring it to something yes. really cool. Yeah, you know, it takes but, so much space. Ugh, disappointing. But I can't imagine that they won't change that in the future. But 
I mean, it takes a long time to get anything changed there. Yeah, but so. fingers crossed. Okay, and then um, yeah, I'll throw it in here as well. An important thing that we wanted to see was Kevin, and luckily he was there. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the main, the biggest character that I wanted to see on the whole trip and have my picture with, and we yeah. did. So that was really that's nice. awesome. Um, uh, also, we had a memory maker included in our package, and I mean that was so amazing. Like all, I, I knew that there were a lot of people taking pictures, but it was even more than I expected. And every green person with the the fluorescent green T-shirt that we yeah. saw is like, okay, can we have a picture, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, well, so it's great because even in Moana, like we just did the um, journey of water with Moana today. Uh, it just opened, and even there, there's like several photo pass people throughout the throughout the walkthrough, just taking yeah. pictures. Like it's, and it's very interactive. There's a bunch of cameras hidden everywhere, um, That's in nice. like in like the in like the, the the little birdhouses that are hanging from from the lanterns that are really mm-hmm. just cameras because you have a lot of interactive things where you kind of like do hand motions and it just scans that you're there, like on your magic band okay. or whatever. And then it just takes pictures of you doing stuff. So I'm pretty sure it'll load into our phone at some yeah, point. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to find a bunch it's of... It's so obvious because there's cameras like really clearly <laughs> hidden everywhere. Like either they're sensors or they're like photo, photo pass cameras. So Disney World has that photo pass thing down. Unlike any other resort, it's like you okay. can photograph everything at Disney World. It's so cool. Yeah. So that was really good. And then the next ride that I want to talk about is Expedition Everest. Uh, the first roller coaster that we did in Walt Disney World. And uh, first time riding, we were like in the middle of the train. And I expected a little bit more punch in the attraction. Yeah. It was like, okay, it has some good elements. And even the the uphill section where you're blocked and then go backwards, it was Okay. We done it. Fr- we did it front seat once, and that was really cool. Then, because I yeah. could see our hotel, even the Coronado Resort. Yeah. And, um, so the seat really matters on this attraction. I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and the 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 animatronic was also quite cool. I thought so, but I, I was looking for the old one. But There's only the old one. There is only the old one. Okay. Yeah, it's just not sure. moving. It's just like strobe yeah, lights. Yeah, he doesn't actually move. Yeah, so it's strobe lights. It's disco yeti. It's just like standing there still. Yeah. And it's like and it's like swipe mode, and then it gets flashlights okay. on it. That's that's the OG because they can't really take it out. Okay, either. it like is the OG. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Okay. Um, so but, you're, what uh, you're saying is that for you it was just expedition average. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> but but I could really appreciate it still. So it's like I think that's one of those rides where person. like it's all about like the the overall experience because I love the queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the you know, kind of coasting cool. around through nature and then do the big lift hill. And there's definitely mm-hmm. some moments that feel a little outdated, especially compared to like modern coasters from Intamin, where like the track switches are so quick and stuff. Where some moments in the ride, you really are waiting for the track switch to move over and mm-hmm. it's clear and then go. You know, now it kind of feels like, why are we sitting here? Yeah. It's very historically, that was the coolest thing, going backwards and forwards. It's kind of like the, mm-hmm. you know, because at this point, how old is it? Like 17 years old already? Yeah, so 2006. It's starting to show its age a little okay. bit, for sure. And now yeah. you ride like Hagrid or something, it seems so slow. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, but it's a very important ride for the park still. So and yeah, to, still to see icon, it from yeah. yeah, to see it from everywhere is like really cool. And then uh, another ride, uh, dinosaur in that hideous area of the That's park. Like worst. Vomiting on the I mean, floor here. Oh horrible. my god, I hate that ride. Yeah, but <laughs> but I mean the. Case entering was wondering how I feel. <laughs> at least the area will be changing in the future, so that we know now. But the dinosaur, and the the dinosaur as well, because the the. I mean, for me, it was okay. I mean, I really love the ride system. But uh, what I really love about Indiana Jones is that moment when you arrive in the temple and you see the other trucks driving around. And yeah. here, yeah. because everything is dark, it's like, meh. <laughs> well, because like, it feels like, on, even so, comparing this to the original Indiana Jones, there was a couple of hallways that they recently fixed in Anaheim where they added new scenes, which is really cool after all these years. But uh, the, my, my first complaint about Indiana Jones back in the day was that um, it is... <laughs> For anyone listening, I just threw my cat out of the way. You just threw the cat over your shoulder. <laughs> just, he makes it. noise when trying to record. He just jumped on the table. Anyway, sorry. Um, back to yes. Indiana Jones. You know, I, I was, was kind of bothered by having a couple of dark hallways that they've now fixed in Anaheim. But then there's Dinosaur, where like there's so many dark hallways that they just use it as an excuse of like, Going mm. through the dark forest or something. It's like if the, the worst, ride doesn't do a whole if lot. If the worst part of Indiana Jones was the entire ride. Dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I like the retro aspect about it. Because, yeah, you really hear the voices from... It's from the 90s, the attraction, right? Yeah. It, was it, a, it, it an opening it, it, it attraction? opening day. Dr. Yeah. Seeker or whatever. Seeker and Dr. What's her Dr. name? Dr. Marsh. And Marsh. Yeah. Uh, in the freaking ketchup and mustard pipelines from the McDonald's sponsorship. Yeah, ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah. It was all sponsored by McDonald's, so there's like all these subtle oh, McDonald's okay. references. And when he says, um, when you bring back an extra passenger. Extra large. Size extra large. It's also a McDonald's oh, reference in the free okay. show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that, but... And That's like the, the the dinosaur fossil themed playground area was designed by McDonald's, like as like okay, a McDonald's yeah. play place. Yeah, yeah, we so went in sword. there. Yeah, because oh, we needed okay. the the stickers. So uh, <laughs> no shame. Let's go. It's another attraction but, uh, you've done that we have not done the dinosaur thing. Yeah, but it was uh, it was a bit of a maze actually, and then you yeah. needed to cross the bridge, and there was the area, and then. The bridge is the, the coolest Finding part. the exit yeah. is, uh, but is something. But uh, yeah, but and I like the the only thing I liked in that area was the well two things the shop one of the shops is really cool with the, the little train driving around on top. Oh yeah, of the it. shop over by Hester and Chester's diorama. Yes, that's, yeah, I like uh, that, one. that. That's cool. And then uh, the Dino Bash thing that they do with the characters now. I mean, Chip and Dale and their dinosaur costumes are so cute. I mean, that was a very nice encounter as well with them. So that was a reason to go in that area. Yeah. Um, but They have it kind uh, of disguised as, like, a, as like an event, like a special event, but it's always... Yeah. I think Dino Bash has been in Orlando longer than we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. Um... 
And then, yeah, not too far from there, we have something I, we were really looking forward to, and that's Finding Nemo, the musical, The Big Blue and Beyond. Apparently, it's something you guys have never seen. No, we have not. I mean, I guess it only Shame. recently brought back a show <laughs> to the theater anyway, since COVID. Um, but yeah, I haven't really uh, given it my attention we yet. We saw Kite Fails. We saw Kite Fails back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's another one of those areas that you're like, there's so much space there not being used. Um, but yeah, well, but then it's the kind musical... of awkward having a giant arena-ish waterfront and mm -hmm. then not using it for anything anymore. Yeah, know. well, you have the character boats passing by now and then, so that's cool. Um, we really enjoyed that. Uh, but the musical, yeah. So, I mean, it's quite... It has catchy songs. It has all the moments that you expect from a musical. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is the, the Bruce uh, scene where fish are friends, not food. Okay. Um, oh, that's cool. Okay. Because uh, it has a bit of a... It starts off as a musical song and then it turns into a rock song. So it's like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's cute. And um, yeah, it, but it's a very fast-paced one because they... The fr when it came back from COVID, they cut down on some of the scenes, like they made songs shorter and all that. Um, had a very good cast, uh, so yeah. For f we saw it twice, so it's really like okay, for us it's a must-do uh, attraction in uh, Animal Kingdom. Okay, cool. Um, was it one of your favorite shows on Resort, or was it kind of in the middle, or what was? Oh, it, for it you? was the. For Walt Disney World, it was my favorite show, yeah. Oh, well, sure. I should actually maybe watch it then sometime. Yeah. We actually almost went to Animal Kingdom yeah. today. But I mean, then... not counting evening shows, you know, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like entertainment -wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really good. Compared to Festival of the Lion King, which is more of a sing-along stunt show. Um, I like Festival of the Lion, but I mostly like it because of animatronics. I think they're so cool when they're, in, when they're just doing their yeah. thing. I like the the be prepared scene because it has yeah. like the the flame guy. <laughs> How do you call that? Like an acrobat with that? Oh, a uh, fire dancer fire eater or whatever. Yeah, a fire dancer. Yeah, because he's like walking around with his bare feet in the fire and then using his stick spinning around and then uh, and it's live music. That's another live singing. I mean, uh, that's another good aspect, but. I have to compare it to the Lion King show that we have now in Disneyland Paris. And there you've... Okay. The, the so what is the biggest difference between the one here and the one in Paris? We're actually doing the one in Paris in a few weeks, but um, we haven't done it yet because it's always busy. The, um, the one in Paris is an actual... has Broadway vibes, you know? So okay. it's more Broadway style, musical, plus some uh, acrobatics in there as well. Uh, very fast pace as well. Uh, everything is in English, so that's good. Um, and uh, yeah, the songs, it uses songs not only from the movies, but from the actual musical. So um, it felt a lot more high quality compared to... This is, yeah, the Festival of Lion King is pretty much a family show. Uh, so I, I wouldn't do it again if I, I'm traveling back to uh, Animal Kingdom, so... And then, yeah, we don't have too much rides left. We still have... Uh, we did some... I think we did all of the trails. Um, and my, the gorilla one was my favorite. Yeah. Because um, of, of the fish, right? 
Um, you know where like the all fish? the fish are underwater? I love that. They, they have the so many yeah. cichlids in the lagoon. That's so pretty. And is that that's also the one where they have the hippos, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So we saw some swimming underwater, and then the gorillas were out. So um, the in the Maharaja one, the tigers were pretty much sleeping and hiding. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they can do that, of course. Uh, Are they allowed, Sven? It's, it's, it's their territory. Nice of you to give but, them permission. But I, I found that the gorilla one gave you most value uh, when it's walking also the longest, there. which I love. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I like the I like the bats in the Maharajan one, and I like yes the aviary. The aviary is kind of scare me a little bit sometimes because the birds be doing too much. And my, like close proximity, <laughs> like oh, chill out. Yeah, you need to chill out. <laughs> When yeah. we go to an aviary, like oh, not love birds. It was a hot ass mess the last time we did the Maharaja. Because like I'm afraid of them shitting on it's me. Like birds, I'm like the, yeah, they're flying around. Plus, aviary able to shit on me any second. <laughs> this is not a fun experience. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> but I mean, if if you only have one day and you can do one, then I would do that one. The, uh, one, the Discovery yeah. Island one. Those were hard to find because I even had to ask a cast member after our fourth visit to that park. It's like, where are they? <laughs> Isn't it right next to Starbucks? It is, and it's sad because there's some cool animals there, like the kangaroos. Yeah, that are over yeah, there. but you have like a little uh, a little piece of the trail is like in in front. Of the tree, and then yeah. you yeah. have some parts behind the tree. That yeah. was the one we found first. It's almost first. like a loop. But it's you a go like disjoint. a front of the tree, yeah. and then behind the tree, you go back all the way to like the bridge to Africa. Yeah. But um, I mean, discovery is really the word here because you really need to <laughs> find your <laughs> lot, way to find. A lot of discovering areas. to be done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, the oasis is cute as well, but there's just not that much going on there compared yeah. to the other ones. So. I find the otter grotto cute. Yeah. Did you do that one? The otter grotto? Um, we we went into a grotto. <laughs> I didn't see the otters, I think. so. Um, yeah, that's... There was a waterfall with a so bridge. So the uh, otter grotto is by the walkway towards um, Pandora. So like right in front of Tiffins. Right, where it forks. And like the giraffe pizza. Oh, okay. No, we didn't see that one then. Um, but, four you know, days. Yeah, four whole days, Benjamin. Yeah, not yeah, enough discovery four... was done. No kidding. And to be fair, it was not four whole days. Um, <laughs> the first day was an entire day, and the last day was, and yeah, it wasn't an entire day, but quite long as well. Because uh, then we went to Animal Kingdom Lodge, but we'll come to that later. Um, and then. Like one of the days we first went to Typhoon Lagoon and we just went there and rode Pandora, a uh, flight of passage, and three times on uh, Expedition Everest because there was no one. So it's yeah, like, okay. I love that. About <laughs> I it. It love can be like a walk on at night. Oh my god, so great! And Everest yeah. at night is so much better than daytime. But it wasn't that night for us because it, oh, uh, it was still six. It was like getting dark because of the rain, but. Yeah, yeah, but not because so of the sun. Um, yeah, yeah. And then one last thing is a show called Feathers, Feathered Friends in Flight. And um, I thought it had the up characters, but I was it wrong. It used to. Because it used to have that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, I it's mean, misleading it because that. there's the statues in front of yeah, the they're theater. Still there. 
Yeah, and Kevin Doug is also close to what's that. What's his name? So it's like, Doug and the kid, and it's like I don't yeah. know why, why they here. went back to the old show. Well, it was very much an educational show, uh, and um, someone I went to high school a... with works in that show, but I've yet to actually go see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wrote down that it did have a little bit of a Jungle Cruise atmosphere because they tried to make like the dad jokes. In Ugh, the show, not for I me. Say, don't say that around Sean. <laughs> uh, well, you'll turn me off real quick, Benjamin. Seems yeah. like I've never seen. <laughs> I'm not going. Just throw the but, whole show um, away. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see, but mm, yeah, it's it's uh, it's necessary for Animal Kingdom because that's my main issue with the park is the rides. Well, um, I want to. You actually skipped up a one ride, Navi River Journey. Yes, I've sorry, I forgot about that one. That was and, cool. Um, it's just because I love that ride, so yeah. we want to talk about yes. it. That's my favorite ride. Yeah. I love that ride. And oh it's tough to be a bug is another one that I had on the list. Um That's a good I, I wrote, we did that one in, ride, in DCA. But, yeah. And it's a better setting, of course. It's a bit scary for kids. I, I oh, forgot it's very about scary. That. Oh my god, our, oh my god, but we went on there with our niece last in like June. Yeah, she was like lost her four and had oh a lake cut down. I mean, I get it. It's kind of scary. And we all spread. kind of forgot, too. Yeah. That was the thing. Like, it's everything I write. Like, oh, shit. Like, it's we wouldn't have scary. taken her. <laughs> yeah. But then we sat. None of us had seen the show in years. And then we sit and we watch yeah. it. We're like, oh, that's will be great. And then Genevieve just lost her. Yeah. Lost all respect mm. and trust for for everyone involved. <laughs> Good take on nothing. Anymore. <laughs> I know. But, but anyway, that's the real journey. Anyway. Zootopia soon, so. Yeah. Um, it will change. But Navi River Journey was also, we had a walk-on on there. So that was oh, really nice. good. Because what happened was at 6 o'clock on the first day, it started pouring. And yeah. so we went into Satuli's Canteen to get our dinner. And by uh, 6.30, uh, everyone was gone. Yeah. <laughs> so Love we did both happens. Pandora rides then. Um, yes. But... Um, also, Navi River Journey was longer than I expected, so that was good. And I mean, yeah, that's that one that people will tell you is like, And it's just nice to have like a physical ride, like physical sets, yeah. not screen. I mean, I know the backgrounds of screens, which are really clever. Yeah, like they're clever uses of screens, but having just like a yes. physical, tangible journey, it's just God. I can sit in that ride all day, just loop it. Yeah, I would be so happy. I love that ride. Love that ride. It's a the atmosphere ride. is really nice. The 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 lighting in there, and I mean, Avatar: Flight of Passage is the better ride, but Navi Renner Journey is the one I connected with. So yeah, that's like, I think that's kind of what the area looks like at night. Like when like you you know the yeah. ride kind of being dark. That's kind of what the area looks like. Makes what sense. A, like lit up thing. So um, and yeah, we would have ridden it more, but it usually has that enormous queue because of no capacity obviously yeah, yeah. and the line for that one sucks twice, so. like it's not yeah. a pleasant queuing experience the mm -hmm. same way that flight of passage is mm -hmm. but so yeah our uh, the animal kingdom the rides they have a lot of good ones but they didn't have like a standout ride for me compared to some of the other parks yeah so that was a bit my issue However, it's clearly the most beautiful park of Walt Disney World and pr probably Orlando. Um, yeah, we always say that, that like the God-tier Disney parks are really just Animal Kingdom, Disney Sea, and in a way maybe DLP because mm -hmm. of the attention to detail DLP. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to beat the the beauty of Animal Kingdom. It's just just like walking around. It's just yeah. that's alone is an experience. You yeah, know? yeah. But to really put it into my favorite parks, it lacked a little bit of rides. So I'm it just needs more substance. To the new additions and you, yeah. you know, also the traffic goes in one direction. Everyone goes to Pandora. Yeah, and the other areas are like okay, yeah, we'll do that one when we're more in the park. So. Uh, Food-wise, I did quite like it there as well. We only did uh, quick service, unfortunately. Uh, but um, our favorite was Flame Tree Barbecue because we like the pulled pork mac and cheese there. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, we're, we're not very used to that in Europe. So. <laughs> yeah. And uh, pulled pork the telling me that you're used to uh, popping boba on <laughs> your... Um... On your food, <laughs> on your, on your food is your food? Santuli canteen. canteen. No, Santuli's canteen. I mean, there it was all about the desserts for me. Oh um, yeah, especially the OG cheesecake one, the blueberry one. So good. Yeah, the blueberry one was really good. But oh. what's good, also nice about Flame Tree Barbecue is the terraces behind it, where you have yeah. the view yeah. Yeah. Everest view, Mount yeah. Everest, and um, great place the to lake. hang out. And then the characters, they always watch you when they pass by because they know yeah. people are there. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite spots uh, in the park. Did you guys go to the Nomad Lounge? No, we didn't have time anymore. So uh-huh. uh, we'll have to keep that for Yeah, definitely next, next time. That's like a favorite part of Monk Kingdom, I think. Anywho's. Yes. Next up is... Let's see, where are we? Epcot. Epcot. Yeah. We were at Epcot today. We weren't at Epcot today. We were at yeah. Southern Nova, California. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, because Epcot was our second park. And this was an oddball because, yeah, there's just nothing like it in Europe. Because I, I thought it would be similar to Futuroscope, but that was not the case. Like, the the um, actually, I prefer the... Uh, future world style in Futuroscope compared oh, to Epcot. I'm sure. Is it because it's more consistent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But um, obviously the, the biggest asset that Epcot has is World Showcase. Um, and um, the rides, um, well, let's start with the first one, uh, Frozen Ever After. <laughs> Uh, the um, the nice little boat dark ride and that was a it was a fun one. I'm excited to see the bigger version in Paris now. Um, I mean, it's um, it has a very strange queue because obviously it was not designed to have like massive crowds in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice synchronized, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, yeah, we've all seen that. We've but, been through uh, that queue. <laughs> I, I feel like they really did a good job in finding smart ways to transform the former ride into a frozen attraction. Even though I didn't ride the previous one, I could kind of make out of okay, this probably was this kind of scene and this kind of scene. So, yeah. Um, I think they really did a really good job here. They must love it enough because they practically cloned them this ride. Yes. For we just watched a POV of the one in Hong Kong and a couple differences mm-hmm. are that there's some directional differences where the ride kind of 
almost like it's like a two-level ride where it folds in under itself is where an Epcot yeah, is a little not more quite the case. Efficient. And the scenes are a little mm-hmm. grander. But other than that, it's practically like a copy. Like, they just did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And then another dark ride there was the Grand Fiesta Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, it was very good to have seen the movie because otherwise it would have been weird to see those screens with people in between. So I've never the, seen the movie and I never really thought anything of it. I thought, okay. Like, I really yeah. never really thought I need to see the source material. Yeah, because uh, already in the movie I was like, why is this? And then it's like, okay, I guess it was the style of the, the movie at the time. Um, and it's fun that they integrated that also into the attraction. And, uh, yeah, basically the highlight is the, the three caballeros at the end singing yeah, their little cute. song. But, uh, I mean, we'll come to that ride later, but for me, it was better than small world. Oh yeah. Ugh, yeah. I was going to say my favorite part <laughs> no of the competition. Grand Fiesta is the, is the Fiesta scene, which Mary Blair designed in uh, okay. the same Makes in sense. The style of Small World. Yeah, that's what that's why I compared it to that in my head and now yeah. I know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's no it's not a coincidence. <laughs> and then uh the next one on my list is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So we'll see a plus next to it, meaning you must have liked it. Yeah, we the yeah, that I like your plus and like, minus system. <laughs> I mean that ride was really a a party. I, I cannot describe it differently. Um, but uh, already in the again here, it was weird to figure out how long you would wait because of the queue line right. in the queue line. And the first time it was quite long. I think it, we waited like forty five minutes for it. Yeah, um, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, well, even then, you all, never know because sometimes it moves really slow. Sometimes it moves like that. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, it went faster, uh, but all the other times we rode it was almost walk on, so that was good. Oh, good. Um, but uh, yeah, those pre shows, the first time they're amazing, uh, but then uh, the more you ride it, you're like, okay, it's really getting a bit long. They get old really quickly. Yeah, overkill. Yeah, that's a bit. And of a everyone thing, and everyone has figured out how to like the second pre show. Everyone's figured out where the doors are at, obviously. So even though all this stuff is kind of happening yes. on the opposite side of the room, everyone just runs to the other side. It's almost yeah. like, did Disney not anticipate that happening? You know, like, there's all this space and nothing, nobody's actually standing near where all the cool stuff is happening mm-hmm. because everyone just wants to get on the damn ride. Nobody wants to see this anymore. Yeah. But yeah, the, the main thing for me about the attraction is the music. And our first ride was September. So that was really cool. And... um the fourth ride that we had. So we had three different songs. We had September, then we had Disco Inferno <coughs> twice, and then one song that we really were excited to have was Conga, and the fourth ride with Alex was Conga. Nice. <laughs> I know, you were so excited. You and you yeah. and Sounder, I, I, I we heard started start, screaming, and I turned around. I was like, you got it! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, the... To be fair, the coaster itself didn't really wow me, but just the experience as a whole was like, okay. Because it, it, I've done rides with uh, onboard audio before, but not like this. So, yeah. Uh, and the downside is that you don't really have, you're focused on the music and not on the voices that are like 
key to oh, the no. story. Yeah, it's really hard to figure out what's going on sometimes. Especially, I still remember the first time writing, I was like, I did not just, uh, what, what was going mm-hmm. on? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, and theming-wise, I didn't, it didn't bother me that much that it was not really themed in most of the areas. Um because it's a huge coaster and I, just looking at the track it's like massive yeah um i mean having the several like scenes in the helices you scroll around is actually not mm-hmm. that's actually a pretty decent theme for <laughs> yes. a coaster i think yeah and necessary yeah but um so overall great coaster for epcot uh, matches perfectly um i also like the little jokes they put in there and the that they use the actors of the movie and all that so uh yeah, that, that was a, a good one. A not-so-good one, however, was a Journey into Imagination. <laughs> the the song is worst so, ride. This one is so oh ironic, because I feel like there's no imagination in this ride at all. <laughs> it's extremely cheap and safe. I got Radigals, Ikea, Smoland, and Brightest. At first, yeah, I was exci- I, I was like interested by, okay, they're using all the senses, so yeah. what will happen? But And it and the, uh, the figment hype that i heard about before it's like okay let's let's meet the character but yeah it didn't do well Sean for hates the impression Figment. of the character so figment as a character cute like lo- love love that for him that he has a ride and i love that he's the character of Epcot. <coughs> but the ride itself is so trash that like i always mm-hmm. say just rip the whole ride out and give figment like a trackless dark ride like keep the character mm-hmm. make a cute story for him but as of right now, the characters cute, but the story and the ride are absolutely awful. Like the worst possible awfulness. Like it's just terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. It's really going going back in time again with this ride. So it's like, hmm. yeah, and, it um, reeks of like Disney financial turmoil. <laughs> you can tell that it was born of the same era as like Chester and Hester's Dinorama and mm. Generation One California Adventure and opening day Walt Disney Studios in Paris because there was just no money. Like, mm, the money just yeah. wasn't there, and they still had to build things and, and pass off stuff as new attractions, and it was mm-hmm. just it was just dire. But nobody seems to talk about Figment being as bad as it is. Like, it's a terrible ride, and everyone just seems to be okay with it. So, mm. <laughs> fine. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, another ride... Which was a bit weird was Soren, because I felt like Soren in DCA is like an important attraction, and here it felt like a side attraction. It's just there. <laughs> well, especially yeah. the way you have to get there, like oh my circle God. the pavilion, so and then go down the escalator, and then kind of find the the Soren enter that's stuck next to the restroom, and then like take the long ass walk over to the theaters, and then it's like there's no theming. It feels like a hospital in there. Yeah, yeah. Soren is like nothing like in California where it's like such an important piece of the puzzle with the theming inside mm-hmm. being like all these aviation heroes and stuff. It's nothing like it at all here. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a bit of a sad attraction, unfortunately. Uh, but, I mean, it's still the OG Flying Theater, so it's like... Did you do Soren over California in California or was it already no. around the world when you went? It was around the world. Okay. So uh, we had the... The leaning Eiffel Tower twice. Yeah. <laughs> the, the half moon Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, also in the neighborhood is The Seas with Nemo and Friends. Um, 
I mean, it's a cute ride. It's, uh, to be fair, I don't remember much from it, <laughs> but I remember that while riding, we quite enjoyed it. So it's like, I used to be one of my favorite rides there. I used to ride all the time. I think it's nice having to feel into the aquarium and see the dolphins and then going upstairs, look at the animals a little bit. Like, it's, it's cute. It's, mm-hmm. it's innocent because you never have to wait for it. That's yes. the nice thing about it. Like, it's just kind of like an innocent mm-hmm. thing. You stroll up, you do it, you see some animals, you leave, and it's like a 10, 15-minute thing. It's innocent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a nice fill-in attraction for the day, you know. Um, another attraction that should be more of a main attraction, and it is a main attraction, is Test Track. Um, having ridden... Um, Radiator Springs Racers I thought okay this is the fast version and obviously it's faster but not as fast as I thought it would be <laughs> I thought okay. it would it was really going to be a thrill ride but for me it was still family thrill um, I don't know I feel like once you hit 64 miles per hour or something and you, you start to turn to do your lap around the building I always kind of expect the whole thing mm-hmm. to collapse I think the most thrilling is when the brakes Hit? Yeah, <laughs> bam, you get whiplash. Bam. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That inside the attraction, like the the braking and the, uh, all that, that. Um, but I didn't. Again, didn't really connect to the program well, that they're trying to do. And honestly, it just it doesn't work anymore. Like I cannot wait for the new test track because. Yeah, I think the big problem is that like. They kind of were like a Tron-ish kind of atmosphere around that time when Tron came out, you know, the relaunched test track. But half of it's just like lit up screens. Some of the effects aren't really working. It's It looks aesthetically mm-hmm. kind of cool, but it's a massive ride to not do a whole lot, but like do a couple mm-hmm. lights, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that ride's always been like that, though, because the OG was, there was also nothing going on in the OG. They spent so much money on building the ride system that the original theming was a couple of freaking, you know, Traffic cones, like it really wasn't much to the original <laughs> either. Like, kind of weak. It's funny, but we did have one ride on it during the fireworks, and that was really cool. Nice like, to doing see the them uh, going on. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's like a, a memorable experience for sure. And then the next ride is probably <laughs> it's very it's scary one... ride. I hate this ride. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about Mission Space and the orange side, and it it doesn't happen a lot that I'm scared in an attraction, but this was the case, because as soon as that thing closed, I was already feeling claustrophobic, <laughs> and it's uh, I, I'm, I was so terrified about what, are, what kind of forces I needed to expect, and it, it was it's unpleasant. It's forceful. Unforceful. Yeah. yeah. That's how I would do it. I love that ride. Oh, my God. You never ride it because Alice doesn't like it, but I love that ride. You're allowed to ride it without me. Like, you don't have to not ride it. When I'm here, you're not here. Well, we wanted to do the green (laughs) one again. Uh, Well, the green one then, but we didn't manage to get there uh, anymore. But, um, yeah, I, I like the concept of the ride and the idea, but it was I was just too scared. <laughs> and that's funny for an attraction. My um, dad loves that ride. That's like his favorite ride at Epcot. I think my only downside of the ride is, you know where like there's the loose article bins by your legs on the ride? Mm-hmm. And it comes really close to you? Well, sometimes the forces are so intense and like the, the buckets are kind of old 
So they'll slam open, and I've had it several times in a metal. It slams against my legs, and it hurts like a bitch, oh. dude. Oh my god. That's the one downside. That's I don't know. Fun. I love that ride. Pressing all the buttons, yelling shit like I'm the engineer, <laughs> wherever I am, the pilot. Release rocket number two. Like it's great stuff. I love that ride. <laughs> Anyway. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. I was like, hmm. well, somebody does. I was, I, I was trying to survive while I was riding, so it's like, so it's like <laughs> struggling. I love the little vomit bags they have right next to the seats. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then the so there was one other person riding with us, and he was like totally getting into it, and like hitting all the buttons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But, um, okay. Love that. Okay. Anyway, next. <laughs> Um, also, also space, sort of. Yes, but different, like Spaceship Earth. So I was very happy that the the ride was open because I remember when we originally were going to go to Walt Disney World, the ride was closed. Yeah. Um, but this one was a lot better than I expected. Um, I mean, I it's, it's obviously underrated. a classic dark ride, um, but the cute elements... Like when you go down and you have the whole movie with your faces uh, after you made your choices and then you go outside of the ride and you see your faces on the globe and the little dots going towards Belgium and it's like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it, it shows the educational part of Epcot. Um, it's funny to see how they use it in America to educate people as well. So it's like, but um, uh, overall, a, a very pleasant surprise. That's uh, how it. I still remember my first time trips. doing it. I absolutely loved it. Oh my god, it was probably my favorite ride at Epcot because it's a, practically it's a really long physical dark ride because it's quite mm-hmm. long. You know, yeah, lots going long. on, lots to see and do. Um, now I'm, um, I just uh, the return to Earth part, you know, where you did a, a video thing. I'm so burnt out on it that I'm always like, because mm. you spend a good like two, three minutes going backwards back to Earth. <laughs> it yeah. takes forever. Cause so now I'm was, over well, it. When I was going up, I was like, how the hell are they going to have room for another? for other show scenes going back down and then yeah. it's like oh okay yeah. we'll, we'll just, just play show here. scenes which is a sad part a couple of little ones yeah because there's some space okay. in there but now it's yeah I know you just focus on the screen Hopefully and just that ride it's, it's just so evident all of the old stuff that is still there and the underutilized space hmm. in there but I mean it the, the design to fit all that in that globe, it's like wow. It's yeah, that's true. Especially yeah, and, back in the day, it's like and having to wow. think about how you have to evac that globe, you know, because there's sta- there's hundreds of people in there at the same time. If that shit catches mm. on fire, we're and all then dying. you have to all get that. I mean, it's a giant. They're like two hundred feet in the air, and there's like hundreds of people in this ball that's hanging over mm. the park. Like I don't want to think about having to evacuate that. Let's thing. not think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like please don't. And then um, it was time uh, for another day in Epcot where we went drinking around the world. <laughs> I think um, uh, it would be a good idea to make an article out of that. Of, uh, yeah, did you guys take pictures? We, 
Yes, of okay, every good. drink. Yeah, that'd be cute. And also of the food and wine festival, and because we, that was important to have some food in between as well. And we did some experiences like reflections of China and the American adventure. And it's good that we had some alcohol in our bodies to survive <laughs> those type of. Especially movies. the American adventure. American oh adventure God. is only enjoyable oh. drunk. You have to be drunk for this shit. Oh my God. And, and the people clapping at the end, I'm like, Okay. No, it's like so self-indulgently America. It's scary in there. Mm. I'm surprised. But it's impressive to see those animatronics yeah. where they are stored uh, yeah, that and is coming up all the time. That's, I don't uh, remember much of it. It was very drunk. something. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Beauty and the Beast sing-along was also nice. Oh, uh, I always skip that because I'm so bothered that I have to wait all day so I can see Impressions, um, impressions of, friends. of Friends at the end of the day. It takes forever. Because, you know, they only do it for like two hours a day, Impressions of Friends, one hour at the beginning and one hour at the end. Yeah, we didn't see that one because we wanted the Beauty and the Beast one. And uh, I found it a funny spin on the story and the way they use uh, the LeFou character um, to have the the sing-along going on. Uh, Not a lot of people were singing because I feel like there were a lot of foreigners in uh, Epcot uh, and in Walt Disney World. In general, lots of people from the UK um, traveling, uh, just like us. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think if the room would have been filled with more Americans, then it would have been a real sing-along. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest difference is that when you went, it was already the end of summer break for the US. Everyone already got back to school. That's where mm-hmm. Europe and the UK and, and Latin America, there were still summers going on. So I think that's yeah. why it was so heavy on international but- I, I prefer lower clouds, though, so <laughs> don't oh, get me sure. wrong. Um, but, um, yeah. And then uh, it took us a few attempts to do it, but finally we wrote Remy's uh, Ratatouille Adventure. We, it wasn't a priority for us as we have our Paris version, and we knew it was pretty much the same. I was surprised on how much queue there is inside compared to Paris. So, so much like, queue. Oh, my God. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> the red hallways. Um, <laughs> like, but, so and, and, and one thing I have to say about the French pavilion is it really felt like being back in Disneyland Paris because the staff behaved exactly like in Disneyland Paris. <laughs> <laughs> exactly as you would imagine. I mean... I mean, they're still friendly and all that, but like we waited for l'artisan de glace ice cream way too long because there were four people behind the counter and one was serving people. I was like, what are the other people doing? <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, back, to, <laughs> back to Remy. Um, I wrote down the st- uh, uh, that there was a little story there because the cast members uh, obviously were speaking in French. Um, and, uh, they were talking to each other cause they just, uh, not just talking, they were gossiping uh, a little bit about guests. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Let's listen. Cause I speak French, you know? Um, so the story was, uh, all of a sudden there were guests coming in with a, um, a stroller. Yeah. And so, uh, one of the staff members wanted to go and watch the stroller and say hi to the baby. But it wasn't a baby. It was a dog. It was a dog in the stroller. <laughs> there was a dog in the stroller. And then the dog came out of the stroller and went along on the ride in Ratatouille. That's and it was lot. not a service dog. 
shit. I, I, I think it was a, the comfort dog, you know? Uh, one of those um, emotional, emotional support. support for the emotional support, yeah. So, um, I mean, I won't judge people, but it was just... And she was laughing so hard about that. And then she w- looked at me and she's like, did you understand what I said? And it's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was all good fun. Um, and uh, a, a funny do you like the uh, Do you like the Epcot or the Paris uh, Remy better? For me, there's no n- no difference. So I, I like the cue. Hair is slightly more polished here, but other than that, yeah. But I like the cue elements that they added in um, the Epcot version. But the ride-wise, yeah, it's it's really the same. Um, I, it was weird to not see the restaurant at the yeah, end of the that's attraction. The part that yeah, I miss when I ride the one here is not having Bistro Chez Remy at the finale. And I, and I also feel like the French uh, square in uh, Walt Disney Studios is a is a lot nicer than the the area Actually, that they agree, have created. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, of course, it was in an existing area, so it makes sense that a new area would be nicer. Um, but, yeah. And then the last ride on my list is Living with the Land. I love Living uh, with the Land. Sleeping with Sean the Land. Sean hates it oh because God, he thinks it's boring. With the land. So I was prepared for it. 20 minutes of educational tour. And it, it turned out to be better than I expected. I mean, I wouldn't say it was my favorite ride at Epcot, but it was a lot better than I thought. And I, I just like how they grow their own vegetables to use in the food and wine uh, everywhere and the restaurants and the parks. Um, and it also the retro vibe again about it. And um, the... Um, the first part is a bit weird here and there, but with the dark like ride the scenes, green. yeah, the dark ride scenes, especially with some of the projections. But then the I really enjoyed the 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 boat tour of the the greenhouses, let's say. And I also saw people touring um, the greenhouses because you can book that tour if yeah, I'm not yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, but I mean, in the boat is sufficient. <laughs> But uh, and then overall, World Showcase, of course, uh, walking around in every pavilion. I think Germany was my least favorite because um, it didn't really reflect Germany to me. It was more like an old dated version of it. Yeah. Um, well, the thing with Germany is like German cities and architecture and so diverse among the country. My problem with Germany, I feel, is that over the years, it just really scaled down. They they closed the biggest shop and turned to like half of a shop where they can sell kind of really generic merch now. And it used to be okay. like, all my favorite groceries used to be there. Oh my God, remember how we used to go high? We go yeah. all the time to get the groceries and, and to get some food and stuff. It just feels like it's not what it used to be. I kind of feel you. Like mm. I, I don't love the pavilion anymore, unfortunately. It's very mm. sterile, very generic. Yeah. But then my favorite, I think it's Japan. Um, oh, the Mitsukoshi store. Well, you have the store. You have the Katsuru Grill where we went for dinner one time, and the little garden next to it, and and just um, you also have the arch on the water, and then when yeah. you look at the spaceship Earth uh, globe uh, from there, especially at night, it's very stunning. 
Um, so, yeah, I think Japan is my favorite. Morocco, I really like the hidden garden-ish style. Well, it's not really garden, but like more the, the hidden... Uh, when you walk around there, there's like uh-huh. some nice corners and, and the Jasmine meet and greet is nice. Yeah. Um, so that was a nice surprise. And then also the bar on the water. So it had a lot, of, it had a lot going on there. So, yeah. Um, Spice road table is awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so food wise, obviously this, it's the best thing. I yeah. Mean, the best the, the theme park with the best food in the world probably because there's so much choice and um we um so as i mentioned we did some of the food and wine stuff and interestingly we went to the belgium uh, oh, yeah. food and wine stand did it, did it live up yeah. to your uh, to your home home country vibes well i went for a dessert so i went for the belgium waffle and it was really nice it tastes good, but it wasn't a Belgian waffle. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny, but it had good chocolate sauce, that has to be said. Oh, that's uh, actually the, impressive. The beers that they offered made sense, because um, that's an important aspect, of course, of, of Belgium uh, culture, and especially food and wine uh, and and, uh, and drinks. Uh, even I'm not a big beer drinker, but the ones that I saw, I was like, <clears> okay, <throat> that makes sense. And it's, yeah, I didn't try to stew. Because already on the picture, it didn't really look like the kind of that we have. But you know, I think they try. But it's it's uh, it's good to see that we are represented because we're such a small country and of. Uh, and then where the hell is my Netherlands food booth at? <laughs> so give offended. us something, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Remember that that whole debacle, like when uh, Universal did their food. Oh my god! They had yopisaus for Belgium, and I was so mad because it comes from my little home, like my little hometown. We're like we have a couple thousand people living. That's where yopisaus come from. It's nowhere near Belgium. I was so offended. Anyway, you guys do yopisaus in Belgium? Oh yeah, we do. We do. Okay, this is somewhat low yeah. It's tiny. Yeah, there's a lots of sauces here. Um, and then um. Forever. Oh, did you actually watch that? Yes, we did. What did you think of it? There's a negative sign next to it, so I'm thinking not very good. <laughs> oh, there it is. I see it yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing is, we're not really. Um, <laughs> Children. I mean, it was new, so we didn't really. Uh, um, we don't have the history of. Yeah, it. let me guess. None of it made sense because you'd never been there before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The soaring music but, is like the best part. Yeah, well, for the the whole New World section was nice because <laughs> uh, there was some Disney reference in. Yeah, there. it was something that made sense to a new visitor. Yeah. And, okay, and, but can and, we and agree I'm the not... worst part is the veggie veggie fruit part? Veggie veggie fruit fruit veggie veggie fruit fruit with the weak ass. I don't fireworks. even remember that. Oh, so he already blocked it out of his oh, memory. I hate that show. Like literally, yeah, anyone that wished harm upon Harmonious. Literally, I hate you because, like, now we have Epcot Forever and it's so awful. Oh, so awful. People who yeah, love but it will change Epcot Forever December, so. deserve Epcot Forever. <laughs> Disney loves it. So <laughs> but I mean, it's nice for the fireworks, but other than that, it's like, okay. Yeah. It, 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 there was not really an emotional connection for us to it. So, 
that's fair. That's um, I mean, like Harmonious wasn't perfect, but my God, it was it was something. It was ambitious. Yeah. It was my Different. favorite edition show to ever created. Oh my God, mm-hmm. I loved it. And then, um, yeah, so you mentioned Akershus, the Royal Banquet Hall. Um, we did that because, yeah, obviously we wanted to see all the characters and we wanted to have a princess uh, dining uh, experience. Well, actually, it was a breakfast experience that we did. Um, it was nice, um, but not to do again. It's no. like a nice alternative. <laughs> I mean, one of the princes that, that really surprised me there was Tiana. Because um, she, we were like, oh, we're from Belgium. Ah, do you speak French, Dutch, or German? I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> our, our three official languages, Tiana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so she f- was very genuine. But I do feel like some of the princesses were like really rattling their spiel to say the least like yeah they were just it was like a pre-recorded <laughs> yes and i mean no judgment because i know their conditions are not always ideal and it's a way to deal with people that are not very talkative if that makes sense like uh-huh. if, like if you do it f- for children then obviously the children will react to the princesses and it will be a whole different story but as adults sometimes yeah they just come up with the story to tell something you know um but um the food was nice uh there were some uh, uh norwegian specialties on there especially the cheeses but the the potatoes were really good <laughs> Sorry for the little bump there, but my cat wanted to join the podcast. Our cats, <laughs> your cats, and our cats are might as well make them honorary. Yeah, they really want to contribute to the show. They can't stand um, being left out. Is that Pardusa Pardane you got there? Yeah, That's this Pardus. is Pardane. Uh, no, this the small one. Yeah, she needs her cuddles. <laughs> um, and then um, another restaurant that we did was Via Napoli. For the considered, for, from what I read, it was the best pizzas in uh, Walt Disney World. Um, Which would did make it live sense. Up to that? Did it live up to that? Yes, they were quite big. <laughs> we yeah, we we took a big one to share. But the disadvantage from that and um, is that yeah, it got cold quite fast. So interesting. That, that's always my my issue with what with pizza. <laughs> And then um, I don't have that problem, Sven, because pizza never lasts when I'm around. <laughs> yeah, but that was a. But overall, the restaurant setting was um, also a bit strange because it felt the the sound um, was not ideal. It, it did feel like a. Um, I don't know how to call that in English, but like. A, um, very loud and um, um, noise pollution. Yeah, there was a lot of noise pollution there. So I, I I did notice there was a second section which was a bit quieter, but um, yeah. So take that into account if you go there. And then uh, the third uh, reservation that we made for one of the days was the Space Lounge twenty uh, two hundred twenty. Um, very good food. 
we did go for the lounge and not the restaurant because I felt the restaurant was quite expensive. Uh, and the lounge uh, experience is just fine to have a look at the restaurant. I thought it was a 360 um, uh, space view, but it was only half of that. Yeah, yeah. 180. We used so, to have both the restaurant and I've also done the lounge. Um, lounge is good because, like, I feel like the pricing for the bites is good and, like, there's the some cute drinks, like, you know, like, that are creative for, like, the Pop Rocks or the, the, space, the astronaut ice cream. Um, I also really liked our meal and the actual, like, restaurant part. But the problem for me is that the windows that, you know, are supposed to be looking out to space, there's so many lights inside the restaurant that, like, the reflection of the lights... I feel like the space effect is really not as great as as you would imagine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I like the food, but I don't necessarily think that the space thing is that great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not every table yeah. has a good view. True. You can be, like, far away. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't mind that too much that I was far away because at least then I could see the whole, uh, every window. Yeah, fair. Um, so that, because we, we were quite close to the bar. Um but uh, yeah, it didn't mind me too much. But overall, it was like, okay, a bit overhyped for what it was. But the quality of the food was quite good. So that was nice. And then, yeah, another activity that we did while we were drinking around the world was we bought a passport, an Epcot passport. And we wanted to collect all the stamps in all the, the countries. Um so there were two countries where there was not a person from the original country, which was in China and in Morocco. Yeah. Um, so uh, from what I understood, it's because the the countries do not long no no longer work together with Walt Disney World. It may have to do with like staffing and permits, like uh, visas and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not entirely sure. But uh, I, I mean, just up to recently, I did see um, people from China at the pavilions. I don't know if they already live and work here, like as dual citizens yeah, or whatever. Um, but I know there's some out there. I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. But the story there was, there was some sort of falling out between Disney World and the ambassador program and with Morocco because Morocco was the only pavilion that was still funded by the host country. And somewhere, someone, like in the last couple of years, there was like, they severed the agreement. Like the Disney, it went back, like, it, it's just wholly, it was the, the only country, now none of the countries are funded by their host countries, but Morocco mm-hmm. for a while was the only one. And now there was some sort of something. It happened, it happened like in 2001, I think, or 2021. Yeah, yeah. It's when, it's when they <laughs> scaled down the Spice Road Table Restaurant. Yeah, and so it, but something happened there and mm-hmm. where I don't think, I think the entire ambassador program for Morocco shut down in the wake of some sort of disagreement that also led to the country no mm-hmm. longer hosting the, the setup yeah. or something. But yeah, the other countries, it's a little more... Uh, Authentic, guess, yeah. Especially in Japan, that yeah. lady was, ah, uh, so nice, so cute, so kawaii, genuine. Um, and oh, also in the UK, we had a really Disney nice uh, person. In China, and, uh, and you need to go to Tokyo Disney. 
yeah, that's the next park on the list, but uh, of the Disney resorts. But um, yeah, the Japan Pavilion really make me hype for that as well. So yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, overall, Epcot was. Um, I knew that it was going to be different, and it lived up to that expectations. Because our last day there, well, our last visit there, let's say, we didn't do any rides. We just went for food and for the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so, again, even though, like, in Animal Kingdom, the rides were an issue, here it didn't feel that much of an issue because of everything else going on. Um so I understand why it's also like the park to go for the locals because it's the one park where there's always new things to discover, uh, I feel. Um, so, yeah, that made Epcot uh, a special park in the list for sure. I can see that. Yeah, we used to be so into it. We'd get our spirit jerseys and mm -hmm. take photos everywhere, went to pavilions. Once the weather gets cool again, we'll probably do that again. Yeah. Okay, but uh, I think this we're gonna have to split this up into multiple. We'll have episodes. to split this up, and uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, it will be a first time Orlando series. Yeah, uh, part yeah. one. It's a good idea. Exactly. We got more Disney, Universal, Sea World, Beach Gardens. We got so much. Oh my to God, talk that's about. true. Yeah. We have so much to talk there about. It's gonna be so like an extra to layer about. to this season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like all these layers. It's gonna be sick. I'm excited. Yeah, we it's can like always use more episodes. Revisiting the parks for people that have done it, and like introducing the parks <clears throat> for people that are excited to go for a first time. So yeah, exactly. Especially with like Disney. When it comes to Disney World, you can never have too much content. People will take oh. it all. They want to hear yes. the most minute <laughs> details imaginable. And, I mean, and hang and it on changes. Them so fast because yeah. already in january everything will be irrelevant again because <laughs> it's true park hopping will be allowed again i mean just uh, since you went a couple weeks ago past no, we, we just wrote we yeah, just a new ride open today, like, and yes. soaring over california of right yeah everything yeah, that we did at epcot today, today you didn't do yeah true so yeah because uh, moana wasn't soft opening when we yeah. were there for cast members but um but for you I mean, unfortunately yeah next time yeah having said that we'll catch everyone on our next episode of coast to kings radio make sure to follow us on all of our social media channels facebook threads instagram all the good stuff we've got some really cool episodes already live this season um, including what's probably our biggest episode um listener wise ever which is the jaga lake episode definitely make sure you check that out if you want to know about epic universe We've got some inside details about everything coming to Universal's Epic Universe. All that. And then we will have a bunch more of these with Sven. It's exciting because Sven's journey was, again, like a month long. Um, so we'll see you guys. <laughs> as long um, as the journey of water, almost. Almost long as journey of water. <laughs> or how long it took to build journey of water. Um, anyway, all that uh, on a future Coast Cage Radio episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again. Bye. Bye. Bye.